This is the How to Share podcast, where we help you find your story, write your story, and share that story with the world. With loads of experience marketing, hotels, restaurants, and influencers, your host, Amy Dreheim, will help you craft stories worth sharing. Stories that do more than sell a room or destination, they inspire. If you're ready to share better stories and improve your marketing strategy, you're in the right place. Here's your host, marketing expert, author, and travel blogger, Amy Dreheim. This is the How to Share podcast, episode 24. This is the second half of a two-part episode. The first half aired September 29th, 2020. In part one, we met Joey Hamilton. He's a brand strategist who for years led the marketing efforts for Central Oregon, the region he and I both call home. In the first half of the interview, Joey's message, be the voice for those not in the room, was crystal clear. We talked through the travel industry's collective wanting to do more. We talked about embracing social issues instead of ignoring them. We talked about Nike and the NFL and the ways in which tourism can begin to spread a message of inclusivity that goes far beyond posting a black box. Today, we're talking through marketing messaging and how we can make our efforts inclusive, broaden our perspective, and cast a wider net for the betterment of our hotels, communities, and destinations. Let's jump in. When you talked about the intangible, when you walk into a restaurant or a hotel or even on a trail in Bend um, as a person of color. Yeah, so this was really surprising to me, but in August, in the early, or middle of August, I was in the Willamette Valley in Oregon's wine country. And I spent some time in the cities of Salem and Corvallis at the time. And living in Bend, I don't know if I just give everyone the benefit of the doubt that humanity is great uh, and we all have potential to be such good people. But what really struck me you know, and when I think of a town like Corvallis, I don't think of diversity and I don't think it's a place where I would overwhelmingly feel welcome as a person of color, but in Corvallis and Salem in particular, I can't tell you the number of businesses that had signs saying you are welcome here or sidewalk art with Black Lives Matters images and, and, you know, posters in the windows. Like I, coming from Ben, I was shocked. And it really made me realize that like, people in Ben, business in Ben, like, they really like the status quo. They don't like to rock the boat. They don't, they're not willing to risk standing up for something they think is right. Or maybe I'm totally misled and like businesses just don't think it's right. Uh, mm. which I, I don't think is the case. I like, yeah, I'd like to believe that it's not the case. I know some business owners, I know that's not the case, mm-hmm. 
but it was overwhelming to me in those two cities where I didn't, I just didn't expect it. And, and what that means to a person of color, I mean, you can't describe to somebody what it's like to be out of place just because of the color of your skin. Yeah. Without anyone knowing anything else about you. Like for feeling like you are wrong just because you have, you're automatically wrong just because of the color of your skin. I cannot describe what that feels like to someone else who's never experienced it. And I've been in conversations with county commissioners here with business leaders that say, well, you know, why do I have to, why do I have to have the rainbow flag, you know, in front of my business or this or that? And it's like, cause you've never been punched in the face because of who you are. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a simple answer. Yeah. And, and having businesses out there when you walk around, I mean, like, you feel safe. You, you think like, okay, like I can go into that business and I know that they're going to treat me as a human being. And I know that I'm not going to have to like double check myself and, you know, make sure that when I walk out of that store, I'm consciously having the receipt in my hand so that someone can see that I paid for what I bought. Mm-hmm. You know, like people are going to treat me just like they would treat anyone else. And like, it was also a reminder that while we're not able to travel, I still need to travel more and get to some of these more diverse communities and, and surround myself and support these businesses that are supporting me. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that, Joey. When one business puts a sign up, the business next door says, Oh, we sh- where'd you get that? I want to put one of those in my store too. And then you start to get that sense of community where once, you know, once one person does it, more people do it. And then you can walk down a whole main street or wall street in Bend and everybody's got to sign up. And now we know, okay, I don't just have to pick and choose, or I can only go to this restaurant here, but you actually can shop and be and enjoy like any other person in our town. Yeah. And it's not to say that you're not going to walk into a restaurant or a business or a hotel that doesn't have a sign, but the difference of the feeling you have when you walk into a business that does, it's undescribable. You Mm -hmm. just, you feel better. And like maybe, maybe one of the conversations you should be having with, with the hotels and the properties that you're working with is like, I mean, I don't know, go on Vistaprint, like take $10 and print out a thousand signs and like, you know, show up at the next chamber meeting and say like, I spend $10, like take one if you want one, you know, like be the leader, like, you know, have your team go door to door from business to business and say like, Hey, you know, we're from X property and, you know, we just want to take the burden of having you, you know, having to have you print this sign and like we're providing as a community service because we want to make sure that people who come into our community feel safe. And we hope that you join us on this endeavor. That's such a great idea. I'm picturing at the farmer's market, we have a booth and people can just grab their Black Lives Matter sign and then put it up in their business. That's a great way to just like 
get yeah. that message out, get it there. out there. I mean, make like, it make it available where people are coming, where people are walking by. Yeah. So it couldn't be easier. Yeah. Make it available, make it easy. And yeah. you know, then you're going to be seen as a leader in the community. So going back to um, my initial outreach with you, Joey, I had put together this draft of all these different things that hotels could do. And it was almost like a checklist, you know, and I, after talking to you, realized that it's so much more than checking a box as, as we've discussed, but I would love to just go through my list and you can then come in and say, Hey, Amy, here's what you need to do to push that idea further. So we'll start with advertising. Some hotels are saying, okay, we know how to fix this. Let's just put people of color into our ads. So Joey, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> how much time do we have? <laughs> um, so I think going back to the foundation of that statement, problem is that businesses are considering this a marketing issue. It is not a marketing issue. It's a human rights issue. And as a person of color, I can tell when you're trying to use a social issue like this to further your brand. If you kind of switch it around and try and use your brand to make humanity better, you're going to be better off on all levels. Wow. That's profound. Wow. <laughs> and when I talk about making humanity better, I'm like, doing the right thing, saying the right thing, having the right conversations for history, like for me, for my children and for your, your children and to use your brand as a platform for the change that the world needs. So play the um, long game here. Absolutely. When I look at, you know, you, there's, there's a lot of tourism agencies now or, cooperatives or what have you that, you know, like every Wednesday, we're going to focus, you know, we're going to feature a black owned business. It's like, well, how many Wednesdays are you going to do this? For? Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. where's your, what is your end game here? You know, like, we, like you talked about playing the long game. And it's like, first of all, featuring black owned businesses is something you should have been doing for the last 30, 40, 50, 60 however many years yeah you know it's not just like oops we forgot so now we're going to do this every wednesday type of deal it needs to be for lack of a better word integrated mm -hmm. into everything else that you're doing yeah i've talked with with tourism organizations who say that exact same thing they said okay well we we want to put more people of color in our ads well, you know, like along the same lines of the conversations you're having with your properties of why is our community have such a lack of diversity? I think they also need to ask, them, ask themselves, like, why do you want to put people of color in your messaging? Mm -hmm. Is it to make you feel better? <laughs> Are you going to put people of color in your messaging and then still send it out to this, like, same white suburban housewife because that doesn't do anything at cova we tried to be as diverse as it was realistic to be i think in branding and, and marketing one of the best things you can do is be honest with yourself of 
you know, there's, there can be a pretty big difference of who you think you are versus who consumers think you are and like mm-hmm. who you really are. So Kova, one of the things we try to do is be realistic of like in our messaging, it is not realistic that when we showcase businesses that the overwhelmingly overwhelming majority of businesses in central Oregon are going to be diverse, you know, diverse business owners. Mm-hmm. So we try to be realistic about that. Are there minority owned businesses in central Oregon? Absolutely. But it's not the majority. And so we really tried to be conscious of that fact. So we may not have put a person of color as a business owner in central Oregon, but when we tried to portray a visitor, we tried to really be diverse in who was visiting. I mean, when you're talking about from all walks of life, whether it's BIPOC communities or LGBTQ plus, we really wanted to make the visitor feel like they were welcome here. And then I think working on bringing in more businesses that were owned by the BIPOC community, that was kind of like the industry side, the industry facing side of some of the things we're trying to do. Um, mm-hmm. And then making the travelers feel like anyone was welcome was more the consumer facing side. Mm-hmm. I guess the, the struggle here is trying to portray that everybody was welcome, but then the reality of somebody walking in here and being on a trail with all like white families. So where, how do we, that, this is a tough, this is a really, really tough one. How do we make that change? I guess we talk about the long game and how it's gradual and there could be a time when we're representing something that's different from what you'd actually get. Right? Yeah, I think it's 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 a process. It's you know you it's not going to be zero to a hundred all of a sudden. It's going to be slow change. I think one of the things that can create change is you know whether it's hotels that have itineraries or DMOs that have itineraries. A lot of people are focusing on black-owned retail businesses. Yep, that was next on my list actually. <laughs> um, and that's great. I absolutely for that, obviously. But I think the bigger picture is looking at your tour operators and really promoting those tour operators that have a diverse staff. Maybe they're minority owned and they have a a very diverse staff because then you're not asking someone to walk into a shop, spend five minutes, look at something, walk out, maybe they buy something, maybe they don't, maybe they have a conversation with the salesperson maybe they have a conversation at point of sale, who have you, but the the exposure with somebody that they're not familiar with, somebody of a background or community they're not familiar with is very limited in that space. If you're looking at a tour operator where they're spending two hours, four hours with somebody who's taking them on an experience mm-hmm. and now they're asking like where are you from like where are you folks from oh well i'm from here um you know this is my experience here and they're getting to know that person over a longer period of time then you're starting to really affect what the people 
your brain, like the, you're starting to affect the experience of the people you're bringing into your communities. And that's going to have a much longer lasting effect. When that happens, then people go back to their communities and talk about, oh, we like, you know, we had the best wine tour or we had the best rafting trip or ski guide or what have you. And word gets out slowly by slowly. People are sharing photos on social media and organically your community starts to become known as a community that's welcoming of all that celebrates all walks of life where the businesses are diverse, where the visitors are diverse and it kind of takes care of itself. But growth like that is much slower, but it's much, it has much more longevity. Yeah. Wow. That's a really great point. So from my perspective, I was first, I went to the adding more people of color in ads. And then I was thinking about black owned businesses. Obviously we've seen that was sort of the quick second go-to that people were doing. Okay. We're going to add these products onto our retail shelves and our lobby. But to your point, that's just a a momentary experience and you're grabbing a product, you're not necessarily speaking to somebody. So I love where you went. Let's take this further and look at the tour operators and a half day or full day experience you can have with someone. And I think there was a something to be said here about cultural appropriation too, because when you talk about the tour operator and the types of experiences, there's, there's something really important in there, isn't there? Absolutely. I think one of the best things any brand can do is let someone tell their own story. I think it's when a, when a brand kind of latches on and, you know, like the biggest examples I can think of are within the native American communities where there'll be a creation story or something like that. And somebody, somebody else will tell that story or somebody else will romanticize a native American story. And you're not, telling the full story and you're not letting the community tell its own story. Mm-hmm. And so I think in, in terms of cultural appropriation, I think find the experts and partner with them. And if that's something that's important to you to showcase other cultures or indigenous cultures, find ways to partner with, with groups so that they can tell their own story. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. It goes back to that idea of don't try to do it all yourself, right? Absolutely. Partner with people. And by building those partnerships, you're creating conversations, you're creating experiences that are going to have a lasting effect. And all those little experiences, as you're saying, Joey, will add up over time and actually create change. Change isn't going to happen overnight, but all these little things that you can do will create change. Absolutely. And to go back to your point of like, what can businesses do to bring diversity into their communities? Group business is a huge driver. I mean, if you ask any head of any lodging property, their answer will be that focusing on group business is more important than focusing on individual leisure travel. Mm. And so I think it's really important to look at it. You know, it's not like someone just calls up a business and says, hey, I'm about to bring my group of 300, you know, accountants to 
whatever resort or whatever <laughs> property in central Oregon, like you're going to shows, you're talking with tra- like with group travel planners, you are actively pursuing leads. And I think if you're looking at group travel, look at what groups you're trying to bring here, you know, like go and, and try and solicit like a black alumni organization mm-hmm. or try and increase the diversity of group of your group sales team yeah your group sales targets are yeah that's a great point especially for hotels so as we wrap this up i think i was wondering if we could talk a little bit about leaders in the change the type of change that we're talking about from a travel and tourism perspective or even outside of tourism are you starting to see this change happening in small ways who could you point to uh, yes, I think the keyword is in small ways. Like I said, I think in, in Oregon specifically, the state level, you're starting to see some change. I know that Mo Sheriff Dean there for the BIPOC community and, and his team there are really conscious about what they're trying to put out. And I think they're also very accountable when they don't get it right. And being a leader in this space doesn't necessarily mean that you hit it on the bullseye like 100% of the time. Um, I think it, it also means that you're learning if you screw up and you just need to be accountable. I would say outside of that space, other people that I know of that are, that are kind of doing a good job, there's a woman named Joy Fowler who works for the, the Port of Portland. She used to be the the DEI officer at Umqua Bank, and she was just recently hired by the Port of Portland. She's doing some good things. Mm. I know I've interviewed um, a woman named Ramanita Smith, who was a former brand manager for Purpose Marketing at, at Nike. She and her team came up with the kind of like the whole uh, Colin Kaepernick campaign. Mm-hmm. And then one of my classmates from school, uh, Erica Warren, is an, an equity consultant. So actually, if you're, if you're out there saying, who, who can I hire for this, uh, uh, get in touch with Erica. She has a lot of experience in this, in this area. Wow. Thank you so much. Well, Joey, I think you're a great leader too. <laughs> and I know our community here in Bend, and I think probably in Oregon agrees. So if people want to learn more about you and admire your photography and everything else, where should they go? <laughs> um, I think uh, you can find the most about my history or, or what have you through LinkedIn. Okay. Um, so it's linkedin.com slash in slash Joey Hamilton dash MBA. I'm assuming you, you can post that somewhere. Yes, so I will link remember to that. <laughs> um, if you want to look at my photography, Instagram is probably the best place to do that my instagram handle is just joey hamilton photography and if you're interested learning more about masons of love which is in its infancy stages but i'm actually putting together a program with a a national fraternity chapter to facilitate these conversations in their houses across the country the the starters just google masons of love on youtube and you can see the uh the speech that i gave during bend walk for justice uh, at the deschutes county courthouse um, and that kind of lays the foundation for how I think we can start to move forward. I think the entire speech is, uh, I was seeing a lot of people saying, I want to help, but I don't know where to get started. I was seeing a lot of conversations that were going in circles. 
I was seeing a lot of blame on one side or the other and nothing was really moving things forward. And so I think, or, or my hope is that Mesas of Love will develop into something that really affects and directs change. Oh, one more person that I wanted to add to that list um, okay. is Kirsten Nimmo. Okay. And she is the founder of a consulting uh, company called GoodWorks. Her website is good-works, W-O-R-X dot C-O. Um, and she is working with major brands on allyship. She's worked in the past with brands like HBO, L'Oreal, Nestle. I know she's working on a big project right now, Verizon. But again, someone else to contact if you or your brand really want to take this to the next level. Awesome. Thank you so much. I think that's great. It's a good example of this has been going on for a long time, everyone. So let's get on board here, you know? Absolutely. And Masons of Love, we didn't really talk about it on the episode, but you just gave a great little teaser for it. So I think people can look into that on a personal level. You don't have to be a hotel owner to get involved and to have these conversations. I will link to all of this in the show notes, everybody that you mentioned and the websites that you mentioned. Joey, thank you so much for your time and your insights. This has been amazing. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having the platform to have this conversation. Thanks, Joey. We'll talk soon. All right. Thank you. Okay. Bye. <laughs> bye. I learned so much from Joey today. The theme of our conversation was really this. Start somewhere. Start now. And don't stop. You can begin by updating your photo gallery, and while you're at it, broaden that target market and the publications you're choosing to advertise in. You can take a look at your team and start to have conversations about social issues. It's going to be awkward the first time, but it's going to get easier, I promise. You can hire a DEI expert. You don't need to do this yourself. Joey mentioned a few people that we should also look into. I'm going to link those in the show notes. You can join in and celebrate communities of color. You can be the voice for those not in the room. The more we have these conversations and rally around the BIPOC community, the better. Thankfully, change is coming. For my part, I will continue to use this platform for more conversations like this one. I hope hearing from Joey has sparked some ideas. More than that, I hope you'll take action. Head to howtosharepodcast.com slash 24 for show notes and links from this episode. As always, keep sharing your stories. Thanks for listening to the How to Share podcast. If you loved this episode, make sure to subscribe wherever you're listening. How to share.